Good evening, one and all. Welcome along. It's season one, episode two of the round table. Rich, how are things? Good. Are you wearing some sort of like tuxedo or waistcoat? No, no, no. It's just a. It's just a. It's just very buttoned. I thought you got all dressed up for us. Ah, you know I'd do that for you, Rich. (laughs) <laughs> oh, let's not talk about that. <laughs> yeah. Very good. How are things? All good, mate. All good. All good. It's um, it's camp, camp week. Yes, I've had practices. It's fun. Football is yeah. around again. It's not far away. Fun, fun, yeah. fun. It's great. I, I think I think our first matches or our first game is next weekend. Is it? Of I pre-season. think so. Yeah. I think. Or is it maybe two? I should know this. We should know this. We shouldn't be asking ourselves questions. We should know. (laughs) But alas, um, I don't. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to bring in Mr. Graham now as he has joined. Graham, good evening. Evening. Maybe maybe you know. Are we playing next weekend or the weekend after our first preseason game? I don't know. (laughs) We're not playing anything unless we've got Zach Martin. Oh, Graham's oh. going straight, going straight for it. I'm sure we'll get to that. I'm sure we'll get to that. <laughs> no, we, we we absolutely will. So, picking up from our from our previous roundtable where we discussed Dak Prescott tonight, we're going to talk about the offensive line. And originally on that show, I said I wasn't concerned about the fact Zach Martin was asking for a new deal. I'm getting a little bit more concerned and I'm getting concerned seeing what I'm seeing in pad of practices. And I'm sure both of you as our O-line guys who are always crying out for an O-line replacement, are you're getting concerned. Yeah, yeah. well, you know, you see, I mean, I, it's, it's Micah Parsons. Let's not forget it's Micah Parsons, but we did see Tyron lose a big one. Uh, two yeah. Parsons. Uh, I think you've all seen it. He ended up flat on his face. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, concerning, concerning. Yeah. Go on, Rich. Yeah, it's. Um, sorry, I'm just trying to do my usual silly tweet at the minute because um, I'm a little bit late. Yeah, it was. It was a bit concerning. At the same time, it's like it's my Parsons. Um, Anyone who generally goes against Michael Parsons doesn't look that great. Yeah. But it's, I mean, it's con- concerning. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think, like, obviously the NFL top 100 is being released in drips and drabs, and I'm sure Mike is going to feature inside the top 10 players this year. If he doesn't, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Tyron didn't but, do his. Didn't, Tyron didn't do himself any favours by by that. Uh, yeah. he, may, he may not make the top 100 this year, unfortunately. Mm, I, 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 I don't think he's going to make it this time. <laughs> um, as always, Joe is in with the comments. So Parsons was trying around Tyron Smith. Was tr- I'm guessing, guessing that was throwing... Tyron Smith around like a rag doll. And I mean, Mike is going to do that to most people. It's um, yeah. 
it's a fun one, isn't it? Mm. <sighs> just it's just like how can you feel good about this situation at the minute? I mean, the bit that really like baffled me was um, the press conference this morning, where mm-hmm. Mike McCarthy basically admitted there's some major snags there. Um, I'll try and bring it up now, exactly what he said. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Obviously, we have some moving parts. This is specifically about the O-line. Um, we're not full there. So I do like the flexibility of some of the young guys that are playing. But yeah. Um, well, you're going to have to make because there's nobody else. <laughs> there's... Like, there's, at least they're not in denial, but at the same time, it's like, okay, you've acknowledged there's a problem. I'm going to assume that you've known this for a while. Um, mm. Why haven't you done anything about it, guys? <laughs> <laughs> Come on! Like, oh. I, I, I suppose kind of to kick off the discussion about this, and look, we're going to focus exclusively on the O-line tonight. The biggest issue that I see is the fact we don't actually know right now, especially given the fact that Zach Martin is not at training camp. We don't even know what our starting offensive line is. We said on the last show, we wanted to have a consistent five. Apart from Tyler Biadish, I can't tell you one player and where they're going to play. Still. Mm. Still at right tackle. I think that's, kind of fair to say that that's his job yeah. really still um, apart from that um, yeah that's, that's accurate um, if, if the Jags if the Jags game was tomorrow right you're Smith Smith Biadish well Someone. let's go <laughs> I'm not. And balls? No. I mean, yeah, I it's honestly, don't know. As, as, I mean, is Tim? Could Tim still suit up today? Probably. I think so. He 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 has he's suited been, up. He's been playing. Yeah. He's been suiting up and playing. He took a vet half day with um with Tyron. But to be fair, I think if. Zach was there, he'd have done it as well. So Yeah. Like, I think that's called an O-line half day these days. Yeah, probably. Because most like of they, them are on it. Like they've said, they, they need to know, and he's right, they need to know what they've got. The problem is, unless you've gotten really, really lucky and somehow don't know it yet, mm-hmm. which I don't get how you, you would if someone was that good and not have an inkling yet. Um, you, you've got I'm, some snags. Um, the main I, problem is Tyron's going to go down at some point. Yeah, I'm just looking here, Rich. According to the depth chart, the backup to Zach Martin is Matt Farniok. Oh, yeah, of course, Farniok. Um, yeah, I'm still yeah. not feeling. <laughs> and DJ Dog actually came in there with, a, with 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 the comment as well. So, as always, folks, get your comments in. Make sure you 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 tell us what you're thinking. It's I, I don't think tonight's going to be a very um, 
uplifting experience for us? Well, I don't know. Do you know what? One thing to come out of testing the young guys, I'm all for mm. it. Bass is looking interesting. Yeah. Like that was the, some some of the stuff we've seen was um, was re- pretty good from him, given the fact he's undrafted, where he's come from. Um, yeah. Was it Oregon? Um, yeah. But again, are you really gonna trust him to go take the mantle from Tyron Smith if something happens or when something happens? Um, that's, or are you going to play him the, at guard? That's the exact when. That's the exact. When. This is this is yeah, the thing, and it's like it's it's great. Everything's great. Like we all know what to say. You know, we know what the lineup is, um, realistically. But the problem is, you know, that's not going to be the lineup the whole season. Like it's not a cross mm. your fingers and hope. It's you know, you, me, everyone, like people who don't give a crap about football know. Tyron Smith think it'll last the whole season. Um, yeah. It's unfortunate. I hope he does, but I wouldn't put money on it. I, I wouldn't put half a pack of Haribo on it. No. It's um, it's just it's not gonna it's not gonna work out. And then what do you do? What do you have after that? Mm-hmm. Um, even if we take the situation with with Zach as a given, and we just mm-hmm. go, do you know what? We got enough to worry about right now. We're just going to accept this is going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's there with positivity you know it's not all negative yeah. it's positivity the thing with Zach Martin will be fine um, just at this at this juncture Brian can you go over the, the the situation with Zach Martin just so that everybody know every, all the listeners yeah. know how ridiculous can I this do is. it you can do it Rich go for it Jerry Jones basically Zach Martin wants more money he doesn't want to restructure. He wants more money. Jerry Jones has basically said, no more money. We've given you money. Turn up. That's it. Mm-hmm. There's no situation to quote him. There's nothing to resolve. Zach Martin should be here. He's not. He'll turn up. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Um... Yeah. Like, Zach Martin is losing $50,000 a day by not being mm. at camp. And that's... See, but to, to, to us three and to yeah. the listeners at home and the vast majority of the world, that's a hell of a lot of money. To yeah. Zach Martin, that's probably, what, a month's interest in his bank account? <laughs> Let's be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, See, this Zach is, Martin this is, the is a multi-millionaire. He could he could rock up the training camp, stay in bed all day, and just give us the fifty grand a day, one each. But he ain't even doing that, which shows how unhappy he is. Yeah. And DJ Dog is saying that he thinks Zach is underpaid by sixty-seven million on average. That's right. The team meets him halfway. We might get it resolved. That's right. That's probably right. Yeah. Because- I would- I think we did we bring it up or did I bring it up in the last podcast that um, Lindstrom from the Falcons is on twenty million dollars. Yeah, I think Zach is on thirteen for the season. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, 
like you think I think his average is six or seven million less a year. But it's the fact I think what Zach is about to go into his third contract if he doesn't retire. Mm-hmm. And he's made less than a hundred million. Quentin Nelson, I think his new deal when he signed with the Colts, and we all know our love for Quentin Nelson, <laughs> was pretty close to a hundred million. And Zach is going, I'm the best right guard in this game. And I want money. It doesn't matter that the, you know, that I signed a contract. The market has changed, like it has changed in every position. I'm still playing at an elite level. I'm in the Madden 99 club. I deserve extra money. And I don't think any of us will disagree with that statement. The bit where I struggle to disagree with it is... I'm generally all for you You deal with the consequences of your actions, whatever they are. Mm-hmm. Contracts being one of them. You sign a contract, you deal with it. You, mm-hmm. If you want to get out of it early, there's going to be a cost. But ultimately in this game, you go in, there's a time and a place to go and sort out your money and the terms and all the rest of it. Could be a couple depending on how you want to play it, but mm-hmm. mid contract and holding out generally, I don't like, and I don't think many people like. I get it, completely get it, but don't criticize him for it. But with how much he's done for this team, how much they've restructured things for this team, how much Zach has personally has done, his mm-hmm. negotiating position is very, very strong. Mm-hmm. And like you said, he is the best right guard in the game. I don't see how they can realistically hold back from what is honestly very little in the grand scheme of things in giving him a couple more EPY. It's a small price to pay for mm-hmm. an old pro future Hall of Famer. It is a small price. And it's not yeah. like they can afford it. Yeah. DJ Dog is just just thrown in the comment here. Even if Martin retires, he'll still owe money based on on his contract. Leverage is with the team based on the collective bargaining agreement, and there's no way around the fifty k fine for missing a practice. Effectively, there is. You know, Zach Martin could just turn around in the morning and go, "I'm retiring," and there's still a huge cap hit that we have to take across this season and next season. The fact that the Joneses seem to be unwilling to sit down with him at a table and say, right, Zach, let's hash this out. Let's get it done. And that Jerry has spoken in the media and saying, I need to save that chunk of money. We have to pay Micah Parsons after this season. That just doesn't sit well with me. Just refresh my memory, guys. Is it fifty thousand for the whole season, or is it more 50, when the season starts? Fifty thousand a day. A day. Fifty thousand per miss practice. So it's three hundred and fifty thousand a week. Yeah. And um, I think. When I think it was on the show last week with Mike and Paul, and they were saying that 
it's now non-negotiable that you, Jerry can't turn around and go, okay, we've settled this up, Zach, let's uh, let's just brush that that under the carpet. That now has to go to the NFLPA. That's six million dollars for the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not as much as he's it's it's what well, that's half of what he's earning anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Joe's brought up an interesting point. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll I'll pull it up here. Joe's Joe's suggesting we could trade Zach Martin. This is the other I mean, way he can force it. Is he either turns around and says, "Okay, I'm ultimately not happy, trade me," or you could go retire. Oh, I'm going to one retire, but I'm not going to play for Dallas. Trade me. One of the two, the same mm-hmm. situation ends up in a trade. Yeah, I mean, what what is Zach Martin's trade value? You think know, he, you know, he could get a second round pick for Martin? I doubt they could get a first. He's too old. Oh, oh, one hundred percent. They could get multiple firsts for him. Really? Look for at Trent. Thir- no. Look at Trent. 30- look at Trent. Trent Williams for a thirty-three-year-old. Yeah. Trent Trent Williams was was at least one first round pick. I'm pretty sure. I'll I'll I'll, I'll look that up whilst you you guys are chatting about it. But definitely, they they they, they could afford a first round pick. I. It strikes me as one of those things that someone will pay it. Mm-hmm. But it still doesn't solve anything. Mm-hmm. No, and 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 this is the thing. Um, you just, um, just sort of moving the problem, really, um, or changing the problem that you then don't have your, your probable right guard and you've got another hole on the line. Fact of the matter is, they the balls in his court, they can't afford realistically to not have him play right guard, they have to have him there. I don't think he's going to necessarily miss games, which is probably where they're trying to play hardball on it. But realistically, you want the guy in practice as well, and you want him to mm-hmm. be happy. You don't want to send out that message of we're going to be pricks about things. So mm-hmm. get the guy in. It's probably going to be the middle ground. It's probably going to be relatively cheap. Get it sorted. Get him in because you know you're going to have other headaches not too far probably down the line. Mm. Both literally and in terms of timeline. I just, I I get what they're doing. I just, personally, I don't agree with it. I don't think it's a great move. I get why they're doing it. All Mm. the reasons from a business standpoint, um, they can't be seen to, to give. But I mean, I don't think giving in a little bit for someone of that caliber is going to cause you very many problems um, because these kinds of players don't come around very often. And if you can't do it for them, who are you going to do it for? I don't think that Prescott would be very happy. Nope. Nope. Um, or Tony Pollard, for that matter. Um, I mean, if, if they do trade them, 
nobody's given up first round talent right now. They may give up. Eh, nobody's given up starter talent right now. They might well do it in December, but our season could be over by December mm. if we run with the offensive line that we think we're going to run with. Can you imagine an offensive line without Tyron Smith and Zach Martin? Yeah. That's if that's if Steele's fully recovered. Yeah. Um, and oof, it doesn't bear thinking about. Yeah. Um, Trent was traded for a fifth and a third. Fifth and a third, yeah. So I mean, even even if you even if you effectively say, as you said, Graham, like a second, I think you could maybe get a first. The argument you're... for him at yeah. the time was he's first round value, but for all the reasons there was with the injury history and stuff, he was downgraded. Mm. You don't have that with Zach Mine. Yeah. But Someone's going to how... struggle to if find he... reason. To but if, he reti- if he retires in the spring, you're going to end up with egg in your face, are you not? Having given up mm-hmm. a first round pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, th- but th- like I was saying, nobody's given up starter talent, and you're going to have to spend that pick in next year's draft because it's not yeah. worth spending it on a backup. Yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't solve anything. I I I understand it, but oh. <laughs> Um, it's a problem they didn't need, but it's a problem they got to solve and they got to find a way and the best way to yeah. do it. Realistically, is to meet in the middle and not try to not have to pay the guy a load of money. Mm-hmm. You know, right now, basically, um, yeah. which is always, always the problem. Um, you know, they what, what they're probably going to do, like I said earlier, is basically just dig their heels in and say, no, we've got a contract. Yeah, you can hold out in some practices probably every practice for the whole year, but we know you're not going to miss games. Um, we'll have you there. We know you plug and play. We don't actually have any concerns if you don't practice at all mm-hmm. because you're a sensible guy. Um, you're going to turn up and be in good shape. You're going to play. But is he gonna and they, be- then is- they don't have to give ground. They're not seen to give ground. They're not giving up anything. They're not losing face. But like you said, it just kicks a can down the road and everyone gets entrenched and everything gets inflamed and nothing is solved. You're just possibly making the, the situation worse. I've, n- I've never played the game, but it's it not quite tough to go through an entire week with no pads, no contact, and then put the pads on and go full pelt. Mm-hmm. I would I imagine so. I don't like the I idea. Would, I would yeah. sure imagine so. Uh, and there's conditioning and everything else you've got to take into it from that side of it. But I think it's fair to say you could probably plug and play Zach Martin. And even if he's a bit below par for a couple of weeks, yeah, he'll still be one of, if not the best in the game. You're not really going to have concerns about that position on the line. Yeah. 
Who do we think blinks first? I I personally think the Joneses are going to blink first. So do I. So do I. Because Zach has all of the leverage here. He really does. From the Joneses, from the Joneses' point of view, um, if they do pay Zach Martin, how many phone calls are they going to get? I've got CD Lamb on line one. I've got Micah Parsons on lane two. Could you possibly have? Um, I don't know who who would be next. Tyler Biadish and also Dickies. Yeah, yeah. Because they're they're still on their starters, they're but they're still on low money. Is is that what the thinking is here? That it's going to open the floodgates if they pay Martin? Probably. Mm-hmm. They may well just be putting a face on it and kicking it down the road a bit, and then say, Do "You know what? They'll pay him a week or two before get him in, get him in practices with pads on before they actually go and play some games for the reasons you just highlighted." Um, and then it minimizes the amount of time as well that they can field those phone calls, um, and they can also turn around and say, "Well, the only reason we've done this is to get the guy in." so that he's not injured, which is great for us, great for him. And at the end of the day, um, lol, shut up. This is Zach Martin we're talking about, with the greatest of respect. Mm-hmm. The guy's an all-pro future Hall of Famer. He's warranted a couple of more million if he asks for it, which in the grand scheme of things, like I said for him, is much. That's just the reason I'm thinking is because it's all well and good saying, yeah, you've got the fifth-year option and Micah Parsons, but we had the fifth-year option and Zeke Elliott and he held out because huh. he wanted paid. There's no huh. reason to say Micah Parsons won't want paid because he could well be the best pass rusher in the league this season. Uh-huh. Um, and even on even on first-round money, that's nowhere near what the best pass rusher in the league is worth. Yeah. Uh, That's a good point by Joe. This is the thing. They don't even need that money to pay Zach Martin. You can amend that and say they extend Zach's contract and had, they would have plenty of money to pay insert someone else because they can already pay Zach Martin. Yeah, they have the money to pay Zach Martin. Just, Easily. I've over the cap They have 20 million. At left guard. Yeah. But... Are you ready to pay Dak Prescott $55 million? Personally. Sorry, $56 yeah. million. Dollars. This and same 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 question as with this whole thing with Zach Martin. Mm-hmm. What's your alternative? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you gonna go with this or are you gonna go with the rookie? What is my, my, my favorite yeah. reference for, for the NFL draft? Are you gonna go with the crapshoot? Just draft one. <laughs> Just draft one. It's that easy. <laughs> yep. It absolutely or someone is. will be moving next season. Okay, a quarterback that someone has, has moved on from. So yeah. at best, you're getting the same that you are now. Mm. Okay. Doesn't, doesn't strike me as sensible. Yeah. Um, or worth it. It's it's the same situation in my my eyes. Yeah, I know it's a very simplistic way of looking at it, 
but I think it's the easiest way and I don't think it's far off. Mm -hmm. Just to address DJ Dog's point here, he's saying Parsons' contract is in two years, his fourth year. Micah is eligible for an extension after the third year of his contract and he is eligible to hold out. That is exactly what Ezekiel Elliott did uh, yeah. to get his second contract. He yeah. held out at the end of his third year. So that is a very strong possibility. No, I don't think largely on how this year goes. Yeah. Because we're expecting him to hold out. I mean, he could not or not even hold out, but just ask the question and push for it. He could mm -hmm. ask the question after this season, say, look, I've been one of all of the best, depending on how things go. And give a warning shot and say, okay, you want me to pay me this year, next year, I'm going to yeah. really come knocking. And um, mm. the word hold out will probably be mentioned, or he could just straight yeah. up to pay me now. Yeah. Just do it now. Just do it. I know you want me. Uh, no, you want me. Everyone yeah. else wants me. Yeah. And the, the, the thing about it is, and I've, I've seen a comment here from Joe, I'm going to throw it to you in a second, Graham. The thing with Mike Parsons is Micah also doesn't want to be paid as a linebacker. He mm -hmm. wants to be paid as a defensive end. Oh, of course because he does. there's a lot more Which, money in that. In yeah. complete and utter fairness is what they're playing him as. Yeah. So yeah. pay him accordingly. I got, ain't got a problem with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because pay the guy for what he's doing. I mean, you don't yeah. play a plumber a labourer's rate. You pay him as a plumber. <laughs> <laughs> regardless of what he started off as you know yeah and Joe has just put in a comment here which I'm sure is going to be music to Graham's ear if they don't do Dak this off season and they go they've got no choice Dak next season Dak will be making 59 million dollars it's like deja vu <laughs> we've been here before I just hope this bubble doesn't burst. You know, yeah. like people people get tired of the game or um, TV contracts start coming down because viewers are are falling. I don't see it happening. I don't yeah. see it happening because it's one of the it's one of the fairest sports in the world. But if the bubble were to burst, it's going to burst pretty hard. Um, and I'm thinking especially for the smaller market teams um, yeah. like close to home can can the Packers keep up with this constantly accelerating um, because the, the Packers make their own money like there's mm. there's no there's no investment as far as I'm aware in, in teams like the Packers and smaller market yeah. teams um, can they afford to pay Jordan Love the going rate? I don't know. Mm. What they want to is another story. But could could oof, it's 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 getting scary, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. Um, I mean, think think what fifty nine million dollars could get you. You're probably talking. Well, a, a tackle, a, a top pass rusher, and a top receiver. Could get you no line. Mm, well. It's not you're on Air Force, like Jesus. Yeah. 
You could pay. You could pay three Zach Martins. <laughs> Good. Yeah, I, I, I don't. It's 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 a horrific job the Joneses have got. I don't like. Yeah. I, we can all we can all sit here and tell them what to do, but um, yeah, they must have plenty of sleepless nights. <laughs> the Joneses, see when you think about it, because um, oh. that that will be the concern. They've already paid Diggs. Um, mm. If they pay Martin, is there going to be a, an orderly queue formed, like like the guys we round off? Uh, mm-hmm. oof, I don't envy them. I really don't. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the the over the gap here again. So at the minute we've roughly twenty million in space this year. We've nine million next year. And then from 2025 on, we've 145 million, roughly in free cap in free cap space. So it's just really effectively about managing to 2025. But just to clarify that, Brian, it's because we've mm. very few players on the roster. It's not like it's not like we're getting a massive cash injection at that point. Like, like, <laughs> like an extra hundred yeah. million dollars comes out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, like to, for for twenty twenty five, they've they've thirty nine players on the roster, and the top ten for that you've Dak, Tank, Zach Martin, Tyron Smith, Michael Gallup, Brandon Cooks, Trayvon Diggs, Donovan Wilson, Tyler Smith, Mazzy Smith. That's kind of your top. Your, your your top level players, so you do still have a lot of the a lot of guys there. Now, obviously, you're missing Mike Parsons. You're missing CD Lamb from that list. You're missing quite a lot of the defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, quite a lot. Yeah, quite a lot. But yeah, it's um, the only other thing I can really think they do with Zach Martin is they turn around and say, "Look, we'll just have a gentleman's agreement." Come to it this year. We don't want to start a problem now at this point in the season or preseason. Mm-hmm. We will give you more, but soon as the season, as soon as the season's over, done. Looking at Martin's that, deal, just on that point. Looking at Martin's deal, his cap number next season is twenty-three million. Well, yeah, which will probably make him maybe highest paid. Um, the problem is this year. Yeah, you know I don't understand why they can't use some of that excess cap, get work out some kind of increase, and just get on with the season. Well, um, they can. They just don't want to. Presumably, yeah. because, like you said, they don't want to lose face because they don't want. You don't want to have the situation where. Exactly like we said, we, you know, we're going around in circles now, but it's you, you don't want to have the line of people at the door, which you're going to have. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's that, that's that's the only real way to do it. But I think they're going to have to give. Realistically, they've, they've, they've got the they've got the line. They've got the mm-hmm. line. This guy's a pro bowler. This guy's in the '99 club. Mm. This guy has been in the '99 club for goodness knows how long. He is not your your average Joe. He's He's a stud. Yeah. Um, now you could argue that you could argue that Parsons is a stud, but would you really compete to keep CD Lamb? I mean, if he, 
I don't think CD Lamb will reset the market, for instance. Do you guys? It he's, not, he's not a top five receiver. Right he's now, receiver. I don't think he's about to reset the market. He will definitely reset the higher end of the average. Mm. But he won't reset the top end of the market as we know it. it Personally. It, but he, yeah. if this season goes the right way, mm-hmm. that could change <laughs> very quickly. Yeah. It really depends on what happens with Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase. Because they're the future of wide receiver. And I think I was saying this last week on the show, Mike and Paul, is that the guys on Good Morning Football were saying that CeeDee Lamb really needs a season where he steps up and goes, right, the future is Lamb, Jefferson, Jamar Chase, and you're pushing the, you know, the DeAndre Hopkins, the Devontae Adams, those guys who are hitting 30 and hitting the end of their careers, you're pushing those guys out of the way and really stepping up. And if he has that kind of season, his agent's going to walk in and go, okay, guys, 25 million, 28 million, and you're screwed. The only thing we got there is the consistency. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what's going to kill him. Even if he has a great season, it's it's going to kill him. But yeah. the um, to bring it sort of back to the the theme of tonight's roundtable, mm-hmm. as we should say, um, the general sort of consensus from today, um, because obviously you had steel out. Tyron out. You had a lot of younger guys playing. The general sort of consensus that I've seen was that they did a decent job at protecting Dak and blocking anyone who essentially wasn't named Michael Parsons. Yeah. But in terms of a running game, mm, snags, yo. Um, Lots of people getting touched at or behind the line. Not much there. Um, who was it that was out at left? Um, oh, Is I know Richards. No. Oh, shoot. Whoever was playing at the left tackle, well, I say whoever was playing at left tackle, one person at one point when they were playing at left tackle was, um, was basically said when they were out themselves on an island, it really wasn't that great and they struggled specifically with speed. That's going to annoy the hell out of me and I need to find out who it was. Hmm. Like whilst Rich is looking for that one, Graham, I kind of kind of throw this to you. Like, is it concerning? And Rich obviously jump back in once 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 you've picked that up. Is it concerning now? The talk is Tyler Smith is a left guard. Yes and no. It was Tumor Doga, by the way. Um, oh God! Yeah. It um, it is concerning oh, because you. My logic is that you want to play him at left tackle. Mm-hmm. So that's concerning that he's just getting left left guard snaps solely, left guard snaps. But at the same time, if you're gonna, that is your starting lineup. 
that's where you got to play him because you want continuity on your line. So you're going to put him at left guard. <laughs> it's the right thing to do. It's the obvious yeah. thing. Why would we not do this? <laughs> yeah. But it, like until the music stops at musical chairs, Tyler, eh, Tyron Smith goes down and it all gets flung up in the air. And we'll see. Like Brian tried doing three minutes ago with his laptop. Boing! It's all <laughs> it's all gone. Everything's in motion. Yeah. And we're right back where we were this time last year, and the year before, and the year before, and the year before, and the year before. Now what and, do we do? And you've removed the one constant. That you could rely on. Well, we're we're going to think positively now and say Zach Martin's playing because yeah, we? let's we got enough problems. As much as it as much as it pains me, they're going to have to figure out a way to beat the Eagles, and the Eagles just stocked up again on defensive line. Mm-hmm. This is not the season you want to be messing about with the antidote to the Eagles. Mm-hmm. It's going to be Dallas's offensive line against Philly's D-line at some point in the season. And right now we're going, who's our right guard? Who's our left guard by week six when we've mm-hmm. moved Tyler to left ta- to, to tackle? It just—it's going back to that gif again with the dog. Uh, yeah. Dog sitting with a cup of coffee, and the bar's on fire, and the caption comes up. This is fine. Mm-hmm. That's the the the, the 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 they are playing it so cool. They're just like, don't worry about it. Zach will be here. Tyron Smith's going to be fine. Biadis is going to have a Pro Bowl season. Terrence Steele will be exactly who he was. Don't worry about it. We've got it sorted. Yeah, that's great. In fantasy land. <laughs> yep. This is this is the problem. Even if you get the real crux of it is it's not just the Eagles. You gotta get through either slash both of the Eagles and the 49ers. Mm-hmm. And at the minute. You you could say Dak is the Eagles, Daddy. You can we can go and say a cap. They're gonna be okay. Sound. They do it. They don't see him again postseason. Okay. You're still gonna have to go through the 49ers that you haven't got an answer for. Two years in a row, by the way. What are you gonna do? Because this is a big problem. There was a problem mm-hmm. last year. And it's probably going to be the same problem again this year. Now, are you really telling me that the antidote to that, with the greatest respect in the grand scheme of things, is Brandon Cooks? (laughs) And getting the ball out of Dak's hands quicker. Do you really think, do you really have that much faith 
in Mike McCarthy in your wide receiver core. For other people, in Dak Prescott's abilities, because people have mm -hmm. problems with his abilities, that all of that will supersede the fact that you don't have Kellen Moore and you they'll have the same problem on your offensive line, which caused you problems last year, mm. and the year before. Um, I, I, I don't see it. I, I actually quite like the receiver core this year. Oh, I like it. I love I, it, actually. I really mm -hmm. love it. But I like, I'm freaking excited for it. But the problem still is you need a decent offensive line to block, to get the ball to your receivers. And if mm -hmm. you have an open need. hole, that ship is taking on fucking water. <laughs> you need to give Dak Prescott three seconds to throw the ball, is what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. And um, you need, he needs to be having three seconds to throw the ball without getting hit at the end of every play. Mm -hmm. Or near enough every play. Yeah. In the same place. Same places on his body from the same direction. Is is the concern on just uh, this 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 game to me as you were saying, Rich? Is the concern going to be that Dak Prescott's going to have to throw for over five thousand yards? Potentially, because... you're, you're pushing yourself in that in, in that direction yeah. because you don't have, and this is what ties into the decision with Zeke as well, is that you've lost that safety blanket in the blocking mm. game because yeah. with the greatest respect to Pollard, he isn't Zeke in terms of blocking. He doesn't have that full. No capacity. Yeah. So not only have you still not unfortunately through bad problems or good problems I should say, you've not got your left guard slash you've not got an answer at left tackle whichever way you want to look at it it's the mm -hmm. same issue. The left same. side yeah. of the line is bad or has a hole you don't have the comfort blanket of Zeke to pick that up now because you just let him go and you mm -hmm. haven't really brought anyone else in that we have faith in the minute can deal with it. I would I wouldn't say that it's as dire as five thousand five thousand yards. I would say that this year the, the Cowboys have a top five defense. So it's they're not necessarily gonna have they're not I don't think they're gonna be involved in shootouts every week. Um, the, so long as Dak doesn't turn the ball over like he did last season we'll be okay mm. I think but that still doesn't excuse and it, it, it doesn't like you can't say oh, don't worry about the offensive line our, our defence will keep us in games mm. So many games, you're gonna your, your defense will maybe win you. I don't know, two, three games. Yeah. They they say that offenses win games and defenses win championships. Well, you've got to win twelve games in the NFC East. You don't mm -hmm. win twelve games in the NFC East, you're not going anywhere mm -hmm. because the yeah. Giants will be breathing down our neck. Um. I'll, I'll go out on a limb and say that I don't rate the commander's chances this year. Um, I, I don't think their offense is going to be uh, the, the answer for the NFC East. 
So you're going to need at least 12 wins to get out of the division, I reckon, this year. Yeah, um, I completely agree. Can your defence get you to those 12 wins? No, no. but the, the, reality is, the reality is they had a really good defence last season. They had a good defence last season. Yeah. Not many people will turn around and say, unless they're being blind hatred, will say the Cowboys had a bad defense last season, or it wasn't that great. Cowboys had a good defense, a really good defense. The season before, they were doing pretty damn well. They weren't mm. as good, but they were doing pretty well. It was definitely on the up. Yeah. Those Both those seasons and the opportunities there have been wasted because of an inability to score points. Mm. Previously, your ability to score points has ridden heavily on your run game because you had problems in the passing game. However, wherever you want to lay the blame, don't care right now. You had problems mm -hmm. in the passing game. This season, you have boxed yourself into a corner in another way because now you have to score a lot of points on the passing game because you don't have the line at the minute for the full season at least that we have confidence that you're going to have a lot of time to throw the ball mm -hmm. for people to come for you to throw them the ball so it's all good saying Dak's got to throw the ball in three seconds no one's open ball probably getting intercepted or there's a chance of it mm -hmm. we've seen today that when you take out certain people, one of which we're confident is not going to be around for a decent amount of time because of injury, the run game suffers. Yep. And you don't have Zeke to back that up. Mm -hmm. Pulling in the fact that going the whole West Coast style, you now have your, your, your new back there, but they want to utilise him more in the pass game. Um. Mm as a threat out from there, like the way they wanted to use Pollard and originally mm -hmm. they wanted to use Zeke. They have this focus on wanting, wanting to try and force because of the way other players, have, people have it, being able to run pass plays to a running back and have it be a really big thing for this offense. Mm -hmm. But the fact is you can't do the basics now of running the ball and protecting your quarterback for a half-decent amount of time. You can't say you can, we're confident you can do that. So you have to throw the ball, you have to throw it quick, and you have to get result. And if you're throwing the ball a lot, you're increasing the chance inherently of interceptions. Hmm. So we can say, Dak's going to bring it down. We're doing this, we're doing that, that's fine. <laughs> but still, this team has positioned itself yeah. to throw the ball a lot more. Therefore, this team is positioning itself to have a lot of it. It's an undeniable Talk is reality, statistical possibility. Not saying yeah. it's definitely going to happen, but it's a serious possibility. Because if Tyron goes down, you've got a problem running the ball on that side again. And God forbid if something happens to steal again, or if you haven't got Zach Martin, which I don't think is going to happen, but something on the other side, you've got serious problems both sides of the ball. You ain't going to be able to run it. And you don't have Zeke. And your tight ends aren't that great at blocking to the same extent. I I, I like that you brought that don't. up, Rich. 
because like we we I kind of said this in our own group chat this evening none of our tight ends are on a second contract right now nope. so none of them have really blocked at that NFL level where they need to be an inline blocker it's not the same to say oh they were great blocker in college you're playing against elite defensive ends you're playing against Nick Bosa, you're playing against TJ Watt, you're playing against those guys from that city I dare not name. Yeah, you need you know. to have that someone that you can say, I'm glad this person's playing. Oh, I thought I was going to sneeze. I'm glad this person's playing because I know every three games or so, three, four games, there's going to be a tackle or two, or there's going to be a block or two that this player is going to eat up. And I'm going to look back after that play and say, thank God we have X on the field to make that block. Because if not, that could have been Dak out for the season. Because you saw that with that kind of regularity last season and the season before and the season before that with Zeke. Yeah. It happens. They don't have a good enough O-line at the minute to have let Zeke or to let the safety blanket go because they don't have that anywhere else through any other capacity at the minute. Mm-hmm. Maybe wrong. Hope I am. But I'm not full of confidence right now. Yeah. They need luck. They box themselves into corners. They are relying heavily on luck to get them through in a big way. And I think a big part of that is they think they were just really, really unlucky last season that they lost Tyron and Terrence. Mm. You know, I'm, I'm just sitting here reminding myself that it's not all doom and gloom. <laughs> <laughs> but the position is the team isn't um, we're 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 probably in the best place we've been at wide receiver for a long time. Yes, I agree. Um, do you know probably going back to the days where we had Cooper and Lamb as the one-two punch, oh, and get with with Michael Gallup. That's probably I would go one further than that. I would say this is probably as good as I felt when. We had Dez. We had Williams making his Michael Jackson catches on the sideline. And there was mm-hmm. the catch-no catch at the end of the season against Green yep. Bay. That's yep. what it feels yep. like to me. It has that mm-hmm. energy in the wide receiver core. And that was a really decent wide receiver core that year. Yeah. Across the board. You'd you Beasley. You'd Witten. Yep. You'd James yep. Hanna. Yep. You know. You know, all those guys who knew the roles. You had weapons, guys that knew they where they needed to be, when they needed to be there, and in some mm-hmm. cases in big ways, and it won you games. And it got you where you were. Yeah, that didn't work out at the end of it, but say la vie. Mm-hmm. Do, you think, do you think there's a danger that we're kind of looking at ourselves as a playoff team already because this 
I think we're so concerned about the offensive line because we wanted to stand up against the best in the league mm-hmm. in January. Mm-hmm. By the time we get to January, are we going to have five players to, to string together? This is the thing, which is I, like, exactly what happened yeah. last season. We were going in the tail end of the year. It's okay. We'll have we'll have Tyron back. We'll have Peters. Mm-hmm. Put it together. It'll work. It didn't work. Yeah. The one thing you can take away from that, which I've said umpteen times, and I'll say it again, was Tyler Smith showed up in a very big way against one of, if not the NFL best, in my opinion, playing where he was. Yep. You've got to make a decision there. Or they should have made a decision. Do you go out and get another left tackle now or do you go out and get another left guard now? Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, they've gone for option C, which is we'll just see what we've got first. Because mm. we've got all these young guys. Slack will take another one later on. Yeah. Not... I think my I think my biggest concern is January. Um, yeah, and, and it is. This team, like, I, I don't mm-hmm. think, to answer your question, no, I don't think it's wrong and I don't think it's bad because this team has shown in, a, in the majority of the case, when you take the majority of the team, it is good enough to make the playoffs and it is good enough to get to that point. They've shown that mm-hmm. semi-consistently over the past couple of years now. Yeah. The majority of the roster is good enough to get you there, but getting you in the playoffs, being one and done, or just in and out, mm. is where you need to get past. We've been there for a while now. We need to get past that point and get back to a championship game. So mm. it's not wrong in what you're saying, Graham. And it's the, the question, no, it's not bad because this team should be expecting. And I know it's the whole thing of all teams expect to make the playoffs. You always got to make the playoffs. You always, you always play the way you had. The rhetoric, this team realistically should be a playoff team. You should make the playoffs relatively easily or with confidence mm. by hook or by crook, whether you win the division or not. You should either win the division and get in or you should be one of the best teams in the NFC East to get a wild card and you're in. The problem is doing what you need to do to get past that point. Which is where the big problems like this come in. And a big part of the reason why they couldn't score points is the offensive line last year. Yeah. That's that's my that's my deepest concern, I think, is Mm. the offensive line gonna be in a state where it can win playoff games. And now you have to say no if you get there and Tyron Smith at all is healthy if you manage to get to the playoffs with your number one string offensive line and they've played there the entire season or the vast majority Tyron Mm -hmm. goes down for like one or two weeks okay you know Mm. it's not a proper Tyron injury I can accept that but if, he's at, you know, if they've had a decent run into it and then they're in there and everyone's healthy, mm-hmm. 
Yes. Any uh, anything else? No. I don't think you can honestly say anyone can honestly say that. Yeah. I mean, not obviously not right now. At this point in the year, but the problem is. You can't guarantee or have the confidence. No, we can guarantee, but you can't have the confidence that Tyron is going to get there because he's mm. shown you over the past, what, five years? He probably won't. It's longer than that. Yeah. Seven or eight. Well, oh, there you go. Eight years. Yeah. And you can't even, like, you hear all the time they're managing the situation. This is the thing. They need to stop managing the yeah. situation and stop putting plasters on things. They are giving themselves situations to manage. They are not solving problems. They need to stop managing things and start fixing things. And I know you can only do so much. And they've tried. They've drafted drafted offensive linemen that sadly haven't worked out. But there's other things they could have done that they haven't. And... I accept and I'm fully on board with the fact that hindsight is twenty twenty, but I'm going to be a little bit arrogant and say we've seen some of this in real time and called it out in real time and it hasn't happened. Mm. And the reason the three of us get pissed off every year is because it's the same thing near enough every year. Again and again. Since and again. Dak was yeah. drafted, and mm. Zeke was drafted, and it's been a slow decay. And it's one of the things you've seen it coming a mile off, and now it's here. And it's like I said at the top, it annoys me because they know they've accepted it, they've said it, yeah, in as many words, not as many words, but they haven't done anything about it, not really. They've chosen to fix everything else. They have the confidence that the biggest thing they need to fix is the wide receiver core, not mm. the problem on the offensive line because they. I think it's because they don't think they're going to get that unlucky again. And with so many things that the way football is and the way things run from the line play, Mm -hmm. I just, I don't, I don't see it. I'd love to be wrong. I would love to be wrong. I've I've never wanted to be more wrong about many things in my life. Every, Um, every team's, every team's got a, got a hole or every team yeah. has a lower than average position yeah. group but I didn't want it to be offensive line I mean here, here's a straight up question for you is offensive line our poorest positional group yes I would say no did you see running back I, no it's a kicker <laughs> I I would suggest tight end as well, but I I I, I agree with Graham's point. Start, simply, I'm going to I'm going to spend the season staying away from tight end because tight, yeah. the tight end situation has really pissed me off, and I don't I don't get that angry on this show, but yeah. they do not need Luke Schoonmaker. I've said it once, I've said it a thousand times, they like the two guys they had. Go and pick up a day three or an undrafted or somebody that gets cut in the mm-hmm. postseason. Did you really need to go and spend a second round pick on Luke Schoonmaker when you have a rather large hole 
at left guard, potentially. They don't even have a right guard right now, but don't worry. Yeah. Don't worry, everybody. We've got three <laughs> tight ends. Don't worry. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, I, I can forgive them for the right oh. guard thing because they, they wouldn't have known at that point the problem yeah. with that arm was going to come up. I can forgive them that. But your, your first point, the left guard, completely agree. I, I don't see it being similar to like when we took CD Lamb in that this opportunity is too good to pass up. Mm-hmm. I don't see Shoemaker being the same of the same ilk. I don't see that as being we can't afford to pass on this guy. Just don't see it. Like draft your board, fine. Don't win the draft your board, fine. But you still got needs. It's a reality. And you've got some good players there that are around the same sort of level that mm. you've you've got Shoemaker. Yeah, you may have made could have made a trade up couple of spots yeah. maybe depending on how you think on the night like, you know, we've got the benefit of hindsight that's hard not to view through that lens but yeah they could have done something uh, else with that pick. you know Brian you know that Luke Schoonmaker's career is going to be attached to Steve Avia I was going Didn't to you? say John Michael Schmidt who went one pick before well yeah um, because myself and Rich made the case for John Michael yep. Smith last season to say you can bring him in, you can plug him in at left guard for twenty twenty three, and you can slide him into centre from twenty four onwards, and you can raise that was him the, that the was athlete. the thing. It was it gave you that extra time. You could solve the problem now and potentially get closer and realistically get closer to the promised land this season and see what happens. Mm-hmm. God willing, and then you've got potentially another good problem for next year. You've got mm-hmm. a competition. It gives you another year to see what you're doing at centre, because as serviceable as he is, I don't think anyone thinks he's Biadish is Travis Frederick. Nope. So if don't say that, I know if he, <laughs> if he did, if he had have come in and done exactly that and then moved across and beat him out and all the rest of it and you've still got another left guard to find again mm-hmm. it's it's a good problem to have because you're still filling another need to a degree it's a much lesser need but it's still a need and an important position but don't worry guys because you're going to get to see Smitch uh, Smitch 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 twice a year so don't worry yeah. about that. You'll still get to it's see bad. him because you'll be, be lining up against us twice a year. <laughs> that was the worst bit. But it happens. It happens. Mm. Alas. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at my 2024 draft board right now. What? And there is no... <laughs> Have we written off a season? <laughs> They're actually... like. This is just talking in terms of centres. There is no first round centre, and it's highly unlikely there's a second round centre in Yet. in Yet. the draft class. Somebody could have a breakout season. They could you could find a one season wonder. I mean, they've yeah. got they've got flags in their own right. Yeah, 
But yeah, see, see the more see the more we talk, see the more we talk about it. Yeah. At some point, we're going to have to go into Philadelphia or we're going to have to go into San Francisco in January, potentially in the cold, and run the ball. Mm-hmm. Yes, Uh-oh. Graham. Yes, you are. <laughs> but you can't do that. You're now going to have to go in there and you're going to have to throw the ball. Unless you get lucky. Mm-hmm. You never know. You, you you never know. I mean, like, we we might end up with a division. We weren't that far behind last year. Um, <laughs> the Eagles have lost one or two. They have yeah. lost one or two. You never know. Like, yes, Joe. does Lightning strike twice? We'll soon find out. Um, yeah. But it's still, like I said, you, you've got to go through one of those two teams. Hmm. You can, yeah. you can. Okay, we did, we we just see the Eagles twice. We lose both games through some black magic. We still win the division, or we get in in the World Cup slot, and we don't see them in the playoffs again. Thankfully, you're still more than likely going to have to go through the Forty Niners mm-hmm. because you're probably going to see them at some point, if not before during the divisional game because I don't see anyone else in this league really stepping up and taking them out unless it's the Eagles mm-hmm. in which case you're seeing them maybe, so you've got maybe the Vikings maybe the no. Vikings the Vikings were 13 and 4 last year no I don't see no. I don't no. think they I don't think they've done enough there's 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 nothing in the NFC North that scares me there's nothing in the NFC South that scares me The West, you could say San Francisco definitely scared the bejesus out of me. Seattle are probably going to be a wildcard team. And I would say the one team that, that, that kind of freaks me out a little bit, and I hate saying this, and if Andy Robinson is listening in, he's going to be loving life. Yeah. It's actually the Giants. I'm nervous about... I'm a little bit nervous about the Giants. I don't particularly want to see uh, there's potential for Seattle. There's potential for the Vikings, but I, to a lesser extent, I don't want to see the Eagles, and I will lose sleep over the 49ers. Yeah. It's as simple as that. Yeah. But the, we're, the, reasons we're get- you didn't, the reasons you didn't beat those teams... Well, you haven't beat the 49ers for a while, but the reason you lost the Eagles. Why was that, gents? <laughs> Let's talk about something else. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's an offensive line about the round table. At the end of the day, yeah. like you said, it's fixing your problems the best you can and ultimately doing what you can to get to the promised land. Which at yeah. the minute isn't even the Super Bowl, it's just a fucking divisional game. Divisional championship. Yeah. If you haven't fixed the problem or the reason why you didn't get there the past two years, what makes you think it's gonna work this year? 
I don't think the answer to that is letting Zeke go and taking on Brandon Cooks. That's the crux of it. Because like, like, like you highlighted before, defenses will win you championships, but you still got to win games. A good defense. Top five mm-hmm. defense will give you situations like we had last year that have to be capitalized on. Yeah. The best ones, not not in any given season, but the best ones, period, that you can you will remember will alleviate those concerns because they will score the points for you. And the other ones mm-hmm. will give you opportunities you have to capitalize on. And that's what the Cowboys had last season and the season before. They couldn't capitalize consistently on those opportunities. So that's down to the, the offensive side of the ball. So your defense is cool. Two to three, you've got to fix this. And ultimately, what you've done is bring in Brandon Cooks, which is fucking good. But he's not a fixer. I don't think he's a golden bullet. Love mm-hmm. the guy. Love seeing him. Love seeing everything I got at the minute. I love seeing the wide receiver core as a whole. I think it's done a, a, a lot of good to bring that guy in and a guy of that caliber in and seeing Dak connecting with people and the change of style and everything else, I think it's good. But I, it doesn't solve the problem. It may alleviate it a bit, mm. but to the point where you're going to beat what's going to be ultimately, the if you win, the second best team in the NFC mm-hmm. when there's a lot of good teams, a good couple of teams at the top of the NFC. Well, I don't think that's enough. If if you look at it through this prism, right? This off season we lost, as you rightly say, we've lost Dalton Schultz, we've lost Zeke Elliott, we've lost Connor McGovern, we've replaced him with Brandon. I never Brandon thought Cooks. I'd miss. I never thought I'd miss Connor McGovern. Miss Connor McGovern. <laughs> yeah, like. What concerned me going into the draft was, and again, looking at it through the through the prism of the offensive line, we failed to do anything to address the offensive line. We've gone for a usual sticking blaster of Chum Adoga this year with Jason Peters. We've had Xavier Suofilo. We've had two or three other guys who've come for a season and have gone back out the door. And we're still saying left guard's an issue, left guard's an issue, left guard's an issue. And we haven't, like, we make great moves to get Brandon Cooks, to get Stefan Gilmore onto this team. But we've done nothing to address what I think the three of us all agree is the biggest concern and engine room of this team. And they literally have gone, let's just leave it be. It'll work itself out. And it hasn't. It hasn't worked itself out in 2021. It hasn't worked itself out in 2022. Why would it work in 2023? The best thing they could do right now is bring Peters back for another year. I don't see a better option right now. Yeah. I don't think that's... I don't think that's an option for Peters. 
can you see can you see him going through a full off season and playing a full season? I think Peter's situation is a phone call at the end yeah. of November. Somebody's yeah. got down. We need somebody to play four or five games to see us out or to see us wherever the team's going. I think that's Peter's situation. But I do take your point, Rich. But can you um, afford for that opportunity and that ability to be taken away from you? But is he going to want to play a whole season? Well, he will if you pay him enough. Um, I don't know. Another box they've put themselves into, by the way. <laughs> they've forgotten very, very quickly about the Jason Peters situation last year, haven't they? Like it's, it's this, this, they're, this they're basically, point. Oh, don't worry, that sh- lightning won't strike twice. Yeah, yeah, it will. <laughs> because you've got Darren Smith. It will if you, if you don't do anything about the problem that caused it in the first place. But if you do that and you have touch wood from the flip side done as much as you reasonably can from the quarterback side, the scheme side, the wide receiver side to stop all those instances where you didn't capitalise on things. The instances where it wasn't the offensive line's fault that balls were dropped. Everything else. But ultimately, mm-hmm. not balls. Chains weren't moved. You lost drives. You didn't score. If you've done enough there, maybe, maybe Peters helps you get to that point. If Tyron go, or when Tyron goes down, when we expect he goes down. Mm-hmm. That's probably, the, the, the depressing thing is, that's probably your best move right now in my opinion you go for a refresh because whilst we haven't done anything about this half of the problem you think you've done enough on this half you guys will have a better idea than I will but as as a reporter asked Mike McCarthy do you expect Tyron Smith to play 17 games I don't think anyone has had the balls (laughs) Which because, surprises me because Jane Slate is around. I think Jane has literally been blackballed by McCarthy at this stage that she can't even think. ask a question. But did you <laughs> say, did you see her throwing herself at the Oh the tackling it's dummy? Yeah. And like, then suddenly <laughs> made up a draft card for her. Yeah. Put <laughs> yeah. the card in. I'm I'm going to make you guys even more upset now with the next comment I'm going to come up with because I can see it. Joe has it in here in the comments. And I know I don't like doing revisionist history. Lyle Collins is counting as 8.2 million against our cap this year. Do you Did you have confidence? I might, just, I might just log off at this point. <laughs> I've said, if I've said it once, I've said it a thousand times. Restructuring is a dirty word. <laughs> Go on, Rich. Did you have confidence? Did, did you have confidence that Lyle could stay here and play at the level he needed to? That massively surpassed Steele? That's the correct thing because no, no matter what you do, you're going to mm. have dead money 
past a guy leaving. Yeah. Before his time. It's, it's going to happen. If you use the dirty word, you're going to extend that hurt. But at some yeah. point, you, you've got to just say, do you know what? We've got to just grim and bear this and move on as best we can. Yeah. And I think in that instance, they made the right decision. Personally. Yeah, that's fair. I don't think I would have made a different decision. Mm-hmm. That's totally fair. So, overall, we're confident about the, the offensive line for 2023, are we? Yeah, man. Bring it. <laughs> Ask me again in one six. I agree with you on that. That is the thing. That is the thing. If the, if the season started tomorrow, you could get by. Mm. The problem is, the season's five months long. Yeah. Oh, the, the, this, that's the thing. It's not even get by. The season starts tomorrow. Everyone plays where they're supposed to play. They don't get injured. It's an awesome game. But you play sixteen more, and then you, you play, and then you have to play to a good couple Francisco. more after that. Yeah. <laughs> you've got to go to San Francisco, or you've got to go to Minnesota. Are you? Mm-hmm. God forbid, you've got to go to Philly in January. Yeah, in the cold and the wind and the rain, and throw the ball for five hundred yards because you have to. Aye, yeah. Hey, anyway, Elizabeth, if, if if you're late in, quick question or quick uh, quick rundown. Basically, we're all a little bit depressed, as is probably a lot of people, because. Tyron Smith is going to go down at some point, and we don't have an answer for that generally on the line, not one that we're confident in. Do Mm -hmm. you think, I'm right back in the comments, do you think, or can you think of a better solution than to bring back Jason Peters? And I would love to know if someone has a better option. Mm Mm-hmm. This isn't me trying to be arrogant and be a smart ass. No. I genuinely would like a better solution because I don't like that solution. <laughs> but it's the mm. best one I can come up with. So I'm hoping other people have better ideas because other people yeah. usually have better ideas. Oh. Than me, and I hope that happens right now. Oh. Jo- Joe's launching grenades tonight. Joe, you behave yourself. Oh. Joe has la- launched the grenade of Josh Ball. Disgusting. <laughs> did, 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 did look what about why? What about Taylor Luan? For the agent, he's a right tackle, isn't he? Hey, listen, that's what I was he, about to... he, had, he has a pulse. Uh, that's true. <laughs> he has a pulse. Don't try, don't try and slide that off now, Joe. We know you were being serious. <laughs> Taylor and, uh, Luan's a free agent. Now he's a free Dol- agent for a reason. Oh yeah, he's free agent, but isn't he the other side? He's right he... side. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Not as a per- not as a permanent fix. As a yeah. this season, just this season, as a backup for when Tyron goes down, because we're going to expect exactly the same thing. 
at some point, Tyron Smith, God forbid, gets injured. He's out for a period, extended period of time. Tyler Smith gets bumped out to left tackle. Ergo, your hole at left guard becomes apparent. We haven't got anyone adequate to fill that. Is Jason Peters the best man to do so? Because at, at, at the minute, I think he's the better option at left guard compared to the free agent left tackles that are around. He's 41. He's 41, but, I mean, did all right last year in the grand scheme. Guys, I'm I, I'm going to say the name I've kind of mentioned a few times on on programs. Again, another free agent, a free it's agent who's played sixty two games at left guard. Dalton Reisner. Oh, you love bringing this in. Yeah, I just. <laughs> Isn't no, he meant to be but, going with the Vikings? We're, he's we're visiting with the Vikings at the minute. Emotional damage. <laughs> we're, we're talking about position that the positional group down the line in December and January when it counts. Yeah. And yeah. we're talking about potential injuries to that line. Yeah. But what makes it different to any other position group? For instance, what happens if C.D. Lamb has a season-ending injury or Micah Parsons or Trevon Diggs? That position group would suffer just as much as offensive line. Would it, though? Because, to be brutally honest, you've got quite a few bodies that are looking relatively half-decent behind Lamb. Mm. You haven't got anyone on this team that is a left guard past Tyler. Yeah. But did we think... You don't. You can put people in the position. You've got other wide receivers. Past that, to re-emphasize that point, the wide receivers at at, at this point, it's very early early doors, there's a lot of decent play from these younger guys Mm. and from the tight ends as well. And you can... I, I get your point. But my counterpoint is a lot of these other positions on the team, barring a few, have much, much better depth. That's the Mm. problem. Because left guard doesn't just have poor depth. It has no depth. I mean, I I think at this point, at this point in the show, I've I've just snapped and I've been totally irrational now. Just just to to try and get some kind of positivity back. But... (laughs) Did we see Terrence Steele having the season he was going to have? Mm-hmm. And he looks like he's picking up but where he left off. In his first year, did we see Steele having the season no, that he no. did? No, 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 no. We didn't really see that in mm. the second year. And that's that's what I'm going to cling on to. Could that be well, let's go. Could it be could. Yeah, another could, but that's the that's the key word. Yeah, could, could, might, you again, you're, you're riding on luck exactly because yeah. you don't know at this point. You need lucky that yeah. you have hit on an offensive <laughs> lineman when relatively recently, Tyler Smith aside, you've not hit on an offensive lineman for a decent amount of time now. Yeah, 
which has landed you, been one of the big factors that's landed you in this problem in the first place. You've mm-hmm. got to wonder what Josh Ball makes of all of this. <laughs> like Cowboys Nation is stressing out. He's he's been in the building for some amount of time, and not one outlet has mentioned. Oh, they still have Josh Ball. Mm-hmm. The guy's a ghost. Yeah. Can I speak to Josh Ball, please? <laughs> <laughs> I want to know now. What does what does what does Josh Paul think about what everyone thinks he's not that great. Nah, just kidding. Yeah. Um, is, is, is it basically, yeah, I'll, I'll take my paycheck until I get cut and then I'll go and I'll go and buy a farm and a tractor and just do that. Yeah. I, just, yeah, I think he's one of those is players that... that needs different, different place, a different situation and go again. And he may well make something more mm-hmm. of himself in terms of the quality raising, the ceiling raising. I, 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 he just, it strikes me as one of those, maybe. Mm-hmm. But again, uh, like, do we really think, like, Steele was like, it wasn't, no one sort of saw what you'd have in steel now in his rookie season, or his second season. But you could see the potential that it could go either way. Do you want want me to make you sick, Rich? Go on, then. Josh Ball's a millionaire. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Mate, there's plenty of of, of far worse people. I say worse people, Josh Ball isn't a bad person. (laughs) There's plenty of people out there that are really, 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 really bad at their jobs. He's made one point four million dollars so far. Yeah, yeah. It's it's where it is. It's the NFL. You make you you get in the NFL. You you generally make a, a, a bit of money. Yeah, you always make a couple of million. I mean, I'd I'd love I'd love um, one of the one of the offensive staff to go. Do you know what, Josh? It'd be really good right now if you gave an SH one T. For a change, <laughs> you know, like we're we're struggling here. If if you could be an average an average staffer for us this year, that would be awesome. How about you go and make something of your NFL career? Mm-hmm. Wait, tell you what, Josh. How about you go hike up to the top of the to the top of the Himalayas, spend like two weeks there and just come down a fully formed left guard Pro Bowl <laughs> caliber. Like, Do you want to know the worst thing? Go. He, he's right-sided. Yeah, well, yeah, I know that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, think, I think we're going to have to get over the whole who plays left and who plays right. At some point this season, it's going to be, right, who, well, who has who's a available? We like here? that these young guys have all this position flex. <laughs> <laughs> no, frick. <laughs> Just like I said, and I've, I've said it since the draft, they've boxed themselves. He probably is, and I don't dislike him, Josh. I'm not here to, to bust balls. But Unfortunately, no pun intended. 
Yeah. No, <laughs> but unfortunately, quality-wise, he's not where the team needs him. And it really needs him there right now. But unfortunately, he's not. Yeah. Don't dislike the guy. Don't hate the guy. I mean, But unfortunately, was, talent-wise, he's not there. He but was going back to what round, I was saying. Go on. Fourth round pick. It wasn't yeah. like he was a walk-on. He was a day three selection. Mm-hmm. Early day three selection. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. 21st I mean, pick on day three. They brought, brought in the same Richards because... Oh, again. They've not hit on offensive linemen mm-hmm. generally in recent history. And so going back going back to when Lion Collins was drafted, we were all like, holy crap, they can draft anyone and it could turns into like a top quality pick on offensive yeah. line specifically. Like this is never gonna be a problem as long as <laughs> you know who's around. Yeah. Irony. Um, but yeah, like like I was gonna say, I've I've said it since the draft, they have unfortunately, in my opinion, boxed themselves into too many boxes. And I think it's they're going to come undone again. Mm-hmm. They'll get bring to up, the playoffs, but I, I don't see much after that. Brian, bring up, bring up Joe's last comment. This one? Yeah. No, 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 no. The last one. Be, be careful, be careful, Josh. Oh, yeah, Ball no. is, is probably watching UK Cowboys right now. Why? Because he's not practicing. <laughs> <laughs> No, you spelt spelt Zach wrong. <laughs> but gentlemen, we've gone for another hour and thirty-five minutes. Have we any final thoughts before we get out of here? Not really. I think we've kind of adequately talked it through to death. We have, I, mean, I, I honestly think from here on out, if any of us are ever on a podcast, any other podcast, until the first game, if any of us mentions offensive line, we have to agree that we give the other one a slap in the face and say, stop it. We've done this. Wait till the season starts. Give it till game three or game four slash Tyron's gone down. Then it's open. But until Mm. then, no more. (laughs) There's other things to talk about. Like I said, we need positivity. Come on, the reason, Greg, we, the reason we keep bringing it up so much is because the offensive line is skating on thin ice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the ice is melting. Yeah. And we know the ice is melting. And it's mm-hmm. just a question of when the first crack appears. <laughs> it's, 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 it really, it really is that simple. Um, and Hopefully, one of these, one of these backups, turns out to be a much better player than we think they're going to be. Like we, mm-hmm. do you know what we need? We need a turn steel, two point Yeah, that's what we need. Um, mm-hmm. it is written in history for the past decade when the Cowboys select an offensive lineman at first in the first round, it pays off. When they select a an offensive lineman day three or leave it to unrestricted, it's what's the word? Patchy at best. Mm-hmm. They'll yep. hit on one in what five 
20. That's being kind. Mm. Um, I mean, Bjarish and Steele, they're the exceptions. Yeah. Collins. Collins was a first round talent. But it uh, was... he was undrafted, Brian. <laughs> mm. That was something else resulted in the undrafted. Don't do me out of my technicality. No, I, I I would never do that. But it's like driving a classic car. It's like driving a classic a classic Lamborghini. You're 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 sailing down the road. The top downs, eighty odd degrees outside. The engine's going to go eventually, and then you're stuffed. Yep, that's that's a really really good analogy. Also, I'm guessing Fahrenheit, not Celsius, because yeah, yeah, yeah. that would be <laughs> really hot. If, it, if that's the case, we're in trouble. Anyway, like as it stands, the top five starters, it's probably above average. Would you both agree? I think yeah. it is above average. It's above average. Yeah, but everybody in their cat knows that's not going to be the situation in December or January when we need it to be above mm-hmm. average. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. that's the problem. We're, I know we're getting a little bit ahead of ourselves, but we have every reason to think we're a playoff team. And year on year on year, we fall at the first or the second hurdle. And yep. this year, I think we can we can actually see the reason why we're going to fall at the first and the second hurdle, and that's yep. what's annoying us. We yep. we know which part of the bridge is going to fall. Yep. And like like you said, it's it's annoying for us, or it, it is for me, that we basically sound like broken records, and we've been saying it for a while, but it's because it's been this creeping death for mm-hmm. so long now. For like, what? Seven years? Yeah. It's been this slow attrition, and it's just... You can see it coming, and there's not adequate stuff been done to fix it. I mean, the the bit that's really annoyed me this year is that there's been nothing done. Like, at least with previous seasons, it's been, okay, we're going to try this. We're going to try this. We're going to try this. Now it just feels like, do you know what? We tried so much. Screw it. Just see what happens. We're going to focus on everything else, and hopefully that will do it. Because <laughs> we tried <laughs> to fix it. It hasn't worked. So now we'll try not to fix it, and hopefully that works. <laughs> Which would be the most Cowboys thing ever, but realistically, it's probably not going to work. But hey, I'm actually the the bit I take from that is that this could still be pretty good because even if Tyron does go down, we've seen that the when? backups that we have got when. The backups we have got can protect Dak to get them to throw the ball. And teams have won Super Bowls not being the best running team. Hmm. You've got a really good, potentially really good defense. But again, it comes down to that hope. Yeah, um, yeah let's you... hope this year. Yeah. The, the the one thing I was going to add to that, Rich, is 
our offensive line, even with the replacements, aren't going to meet too many guys named Micah Parsons coming the other way. So that is that that is well, the hope that I have. They might because he might be lining up beside them at this rate. <laughs> Do you know what? I'd probably entertain something crazy like that, but that's me. I tell you what, what, what Micah, what? do you reckon you got the motor to play both ways hey, listen, for the rest what, of the season? Yeah. What a running lane. Can you imagine the running lane he would create? Boom! <laughs> Boom! <laughs> oh, can you imagine? Like, just... Micah, here's the ball. Go make it happen. <laughs> it was like, Micah, no, you're, you're playing the wrong way. That way, you don't hold someone. That way, you... <laughs> well, not hold, but you know what I mean. That yeah. way you block him. That way you go past him. Could get confusing for him, but then he's a smart guy. Never know. Yeah, you'd love to see it though. He'd probably just pancake everyone. Singing, don't worry. Not <laughs> a thing. This is where round tables go. We come up with a nuclear right. option. Micah Parsons is going to be our offensive tackle next year. There we are. That's 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 all we have to do. As long as we got a nuclear option, we can just yeah. do what do what Russia does and just get drunk and just scream nuclear option. It's fine. <laughs> it works, right? Yes, it works a hundred percent of the time. Anyways, let's go before <laughs> bring any more geopolitics into this where it shouldn't be and it doesn't belong. <laughs> Absolutely. So. Before, before we get out of here, obviously, Mike and the team will be back tomorrow evening at 9 o'clock here in the UK and Ireland, 10 o'clock in Central Europe, 3 o'clock on the... 3 o'clock in Texas, 1 o'clock in the Pacific, and 4 o'clock on the East Coast. Um, I'm not sure what we're, when, when we're going to have another one of these roundtables. We might try next week. But keep an eye on socials. Um, I'm going to throw it over to Rich and Graham for the last word. It's going, Graham. <laughs> Don't cry. Have we broken him? Everybody hold the banister when you're walking down the stairs, for God's sake. <laughs> see, see if I'd hear of an injury of somebody playing basketball, I won't be tough. This is fine. <laughs> Good night, folks. Good night, everyone.